You are listening to selfdiscoverymedia.com, where illumination and inspiration is but a click away. With so many genre topics for you on everything that you need to know in life, we celebrate and share the people who have taken the journey before you and who are now here to serve you with their wisdom and their knowledge. The next show coming up is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Raising Our Gifted Children right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Jacqueline Way. 365 give. Yeah, that means give 365 days of the year. You may give a monoscule, you may give a lot. It doesn't matter. If you get into the giving attitude of gratitude, you will understand that those tiny little things are seeds that grow. And when we seed and water and nurture the givingness of each other, the igniting and the, the generosity and gratitude of life, we see abundance grow in all areas of life. Planet, our beautiful, discontented beings start becoming something that see things in a different light. So how did Jacqueline start this? Why did she start it? Where is it going now? How did it lead to a TED Talk where over 3 million people have watched and learned from her? What impact have they had in taking it where they're going? Let's understand the 365 give. How can we be a part of it? And how can we step into being of more giving nature? Giving of ourselves is the greatest gift that you can give everyone else because in actual fact, we're here of service to one another. And in that service, we discover our true meaningful purpose, our passion, our conviction, and that beautiful energy starts to dance together and we all become a part of it. And that's where we really begin to understand what life is all about. It's about sharing. It's about giving. It's about igniting. It's about love. And that is what the 365 Give is all about. A little bit of love every day in some aspect. Welcome to the show, Jacqueline. Well, thank you so much. And I actually think we're done. You wrapped that all up. (laughs) We're good. (laughs) A little giving goes a long way, doesn't it? A little giving goes a long way, as I have learned through the eyes of my child. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Children are here, you know, we're custodians of our children. And we're here to nurture, you know, their seeds, uh, to water them, to learn from them, to discover ourselves and, and everything that they can be. And when we choose to tune into our child and do that watering, the gift that they give us of enlightenment, of joy, of gratitude is just bigger than ever, ever you ever could have thought of. Right? I just got the goosebumps now. on that one. So that was the, that was the perfect message. <laughs> so was it your child that put you on this path? It, it really was. Uh, uh, I am the blessed mother, actually, of three beautiful adopted little boys. And when the, my first gift arrived and the day I held him in my arms for the first time at just 11 weeks old, uh, I... I looked through the world with a different lens. I, I mm-hmm. saw the world differently. And it was an interesting lens because it was, it was two-sided, the way we experienced life. So it was the side of, what am I bringing this child into? You know, mm-hmm. Will the planet even still be around when he's 50 years old? And for all that's happening in our world. And there was the other lens that I looked through of, he was born, no matter what his circumstances, with love in his heart. And I knew that if I fostered that, and I helped him grow it, that 
my gift to the world would actually be growing a kind, compassionate, loving human being that would add to the world versus all the worries of what's already happening out there because that part I knew I couldn't do anything about. I don't have yeah. millions of dollars. I you know, can't feed all the hungry people in the world. But I knew that by raising at least one little being who had all of those wonderful attributes, it could be part of my contribution to making the world a better world. Yeah. One drop in the ocean makes the ocean, right? You know, one grain of sand makes a beach, you know? And, you know, we've got to stop looking at the bigger picture and being daunted by it and mm -hmm. looking at the little steps that we can take. And of course, when you look at a child, the sheer joy of life, then the simplicity of things that they, they love, you know, the flower, the the bucket and spade, the, right. the watching the worm or the ant, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Everything is just a gift to them. Everything they see and touch and feel and taste. And that switches us on, you know, it switches on that inner child, you know, it's why do we love puppies so much? There's little <laughs> flat balls or there's little kittens, you know, mew, mew, and woof, woof. And they melt us. They just melt our heart. They just they totally do. ignite it. And, and when you hold a child, I have three of my own. And I remember when the moment they were put in my arms. I mean, you feel different being pregnant, but the moment that you, they're put in your arms, that's it. That's it. You are yeah. a different person from now on. Everything you've ever been doesn't count. <laughs> Literally. Well, and it's really interesting because people ask me as an adoptive parent, you know, if there's those fears of, oh, well, when I meet my child, will I love them? You know, how will we connect? How will I know them? All of those things. And the really interesting thing was, is that I, I never felt that way about any of my children. And even though we didn't have that opportunity to get to know each other, you know, uh, as they grew in my belly, um, I, I felt connected yeah. to them all before they ever born. And it was just more of, I've been waiting for you. Yes. And I literally said that to all of them when mm -hmm. I held them for the first time is I've been waiting for you. Welcome home. It's uh, a vibration. It's a frequency that you're in tuned with, isn't it? It's not it from is. which womb they came from or which seed or what color race, this, that, or anything else is that. It's just nothing. It's that connection of that frequency. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It's that unconditional love. And that's, yeah. children innately have that, especially when they were born. Yeah. None of my babies flinched about being with a stranger uh, right. by any means. Uh, the bond was very easy and very instant. And, and that's, you know, the beauty of what we see in children and in puppies for that matter, mm -hmm. is that just unconditional openness with an open heart. They're, we're all born that way. You know, yeah. and it's just as life takes us through our journeys, it's how much of the outside world, you know, we soak in and, and become accustomed to and, and put our life around versus remembering that place of connection that we came from, that we actually all started as kind, compassionate, loving human beings. Yes. And, and it's all something we're seeking desperately to get back to because we yeah. know that the in-between is like, you know, I always say that human beings, you know, are the cause of the problems but we also when we choose to be are the solution to problems that are absolutely extraordinary but you know we make our decisions based on the information we have at the time and it's not just the knowledge it's how that knowledge makes us feel and if people are feeling disconnected from life from a meaningful purpose from themselves how can they be contributors because they're not being contributors to themselves when you water the seeds of a child and their wonderment and everything that they can be and guide them in the parameters of kind and caring and lovingness and, um, you know, knowing the boundaries mm -hmm. and the respect of principles in life, 
you then see this beautiful being grow into something that is extraordinary you know yeah. and and it's unbelievable what they can do and what they can, can contribute but if you don't give them that nurturing at the mm -hmm. beginning if if the parents or the people that are bringing up that child are in a state of dysfunction themselves their yes. inner child has not yes. been nurtured then what we're seeing is a constant pattern yes of disconnect. it goes through generations and generations yes yes and that's exactly what's happening and and that's where you know we see with what we do and the work we do with 365 give is we are trying to not only educate mm -hmm. uh children but we're educating their hearts first yeah um, and intertwining that with the education that they have in their families, in their schools, within their communities. So it's this beautiful connection between educating their, their heart by putting them into action with their heart um, and then intertwining that with the education of how they can make an impact, whether it's on people or it's on animals or it's on our planet that can they keep them connected um, from their heart space all over the time. And that's why we encourage it every day. Yeah. And the thing is about caring and kindness. It's not something that's necessarily innate in a child because the child is going through survival. I'm crying when I'm hungry. I'm crying when I'm dirty. I'm crying when I'm discontent. And they learn, they get attention that way. And then, you know, they need to get to that age. No, stop pulling the cat's tail. You know, it hurts the cat. Owie. And you have to start then be their guidance of those parameters of what you can and you cannot do, which is, I think a child hears no, 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 so much. Or, Use the word stop yeah. in my house. Yeah. He's coming back to me now that they're a little Yes, older. I know. It's like, and, and you, you can hear yourself, right? <laughs> you know, it is stop doing that, you know, but then you have to kind of give a why. You know, it isn't I'm parent lord over you. It is like stop because that will hurt or that will cause upset or that will do this and that. It doesn't mean they're still not going to push the boundaries because often when you tell a child don't, they're going to test you. Does, does she really mean Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Every right? day. Every day. <laughs> yes, exactly. But they learn to follow their own compass, don't they? Of, they do. Okay. No, my inner voice says don't do that. You know, don't be unkind. Don't challenge this don't be the bully because you know that hurts them as well as me and exactly. it, it doesn't feel good you know right that's the real guidance system that yeah. that i find, sometimes find we're not teaching our children mm. is that guidance system of what feels good and what doesn't feel good and that's you know people use the term happiness and it's yeah. a you know when i say a generic term that we use is we know people and you can search google on this one literally hundreds of millions of people are looking for that key yeah. to happiness or what happiness means and how to obtain it in the world. And, you know, that's that feeling that comes from inside of either, you know, you're working through love and happiness and joy, or you're going the other direction. That's through fear and anger mm. and regret and all of the other negative feelings that go that direction. And it's, and it's helping us teach our children, how do we get them to connect to that? to those feelings that do guide us every yeah. day. And yeah, most certainly not to, you know, I mean, I think, I think the biggest problem is, is this, you know, I've just had somebody on a millennial who's doing wonderful things. And as she said, you know, allow the fear to propel you forward, mm -hmm. not hold you back, right? Because what's holding you back isn't necessarily fear. It's more the fear of unknown or the fear of feeling something you don't want to feel. 
But sometimes you have to push yourself through something you don't want to feel to come out the other side and understand a better way of feeling. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's great coming from a millennial. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She's doing wonderful things already. Um, But, you know, that's the, the thing I think when we look at our children. I mean, look at our kids today. We are seeing more talent from our kids than ever before. You know, prodigies coming out of our yin yang. You know, the abilities to do what they're doing, but also to be so humble doing it. And I think they have become the most wonderful teachers, as the animal kingdom has as well, the wonderful teachers of giftedness in generosity. Right? I agree. When we empower them to do it. Yes. We, we have to give them that power and we have to empower them, not just tell them they have to be kind and nice right. and, and share. If we I, have to give them and, and empower them to make those choices and to choose what works for them. And I think that's where we lose a lot of this generation now as they feel as though their voices don't count and we are not listening to them. And we don't give them, you know, we have the society of helicopter parents that was, mm. has been created and, and that has held our children back in their own fear of, you know, don't embrace that outside world because we've been in such fear of it. Right. But what we have discovered through 365 Give is then when you give the kids the power to choose and you empower them to go out and create positive change in our world, no matter how small. We say giving is so small a three-year-old can yes, do it. Exactly. Giving is so easy a three-year-old can do it. Um, but when you give them those choices, whether it's picking up garbage down at a beach or in a local park or on their school grounds, um, they make remarkable choices. Some yeah. of the things that kids have done in collaboration together that we have worked with have been absolutely remarkable. It's been creative and unique. Um, and they wanted to reach out literally to the world because they have this wonderful thing called internet that you and I never had. <laughs> exactly. Uh, where they think outside of the four walls of the school and think outside of the box and they have that ability to research whether it's causes or um, ideas that are outside of the four walls of our school. And they want to do amazing things for people all over the world because they feel connected to um, it, whether it's orphanages in Africa and other kids or getting them soccer balls or, you know, all these wonderful ideas that they can, they have at their fingertips. Mm -hmm. And then we can connect those children from all corners of the earth. to support and help each other without the boundaries um, that we have created as a society with borders. When it comes to giving, there's no, there is no boundaries. No, uh, no nor should there be. All of those boundaries yeah. and borders and walls, and especially in the children, you put the two together mm-hmm. and it's a remarkable, beautiful combination. We had a show on our uh, Transformations uh, host the other day, and she interviewed somebody from Australia with Ocean Crusaders. And they go and clean up the ocean and they take the kids out there to help clean up the ocean. Not only is that a wonderful thing on several levels. One, mm-hmm. they're realizing human beings put that trash there that's killing off the wildlife, right? Yes. They're cleaning it up so they feel empowered. But there are future leaders that aren't going to do the same. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Well, the education system, I have to, at least where we are, is, is teaching wonderful earth lessons right in school now. But when you get the kids out of the classroom, um, we're fortunate in the area that I live in that they can, many of the schools that we work with, they can literally walk down to the beach. 
Um, and the lessons, and we've partnered with some organizations, uh, one in particular called the Stream Keepers, which that's what they do. They keep our streams healthy and activated and alive with salmon because that's what we do here in Vancouver is mm -hmm. we do a lot of salmon. And when and they it's delicious. get down to the beach and they learn the combination between the wildlife that's swimming in the ocean, the impact that they're making by picking up the garbage, and they're never even taught the, the ecosystem stream. And I literally right. say to the kids, who here eats fish? Mm -hmm. You know, and we have that conversation that if we're dropping our garbage on the beach and we're leaving our litter or we're not doing the cleanup, that's going into the ocean and how that affects it right down to the food chain of what we're putting back into our body. Right. And everything's and a circle. Young, as kindergarten, they all sit there and they go, wow, you know, never even looked or thought about it that way of, of how we are all connected in the goodness and the bad that we bring to our planet through not only just littering the planet and changing the ecosystem, but how it's affecting the food chain all the way through. Uh, our lives and well, then there's, there's a domino effect the everything. That drop the garbage and yes. it comes right back into us yeah. exactly and so you know i don't know where we went wrong because i know in, in my time we picked up our garbage otherwise we got an earful oh my father right. taught me that from yeah that's what we did <laughs> you know and it's um and we became extremely conscious of that and i don't know is it a decade or two decades we've become so complacent yeah, I, I, I did another show on ecoism, on uh, Norma Lozova, a woman who spent five years talking to scientists and everything around the world. And basically, when you come down to what the problem is in, in the ecological, there's changes going on on the planet and a lot of it that we've caused. But the biggest problem is, is overconsumption, because yeah. somewhere along the line, we were told more is more mm -hmm. and that we need more to feel better. We need more to count. We need more to be important. Yeah. And also that everything we buy instead of repairing um you know or remodeling or reusing or recycling throw away yes. disposable disposable and that then has transferred to disposable humans absolutely all right and so this attitude of i must have more to be happy which of course is backfired terribly because well, everybody that's, that's gone after that apple has realized it's sour. <laughs> yes. No, completely and totally. You know, a, a dear friend of mine um, sent me an article that he wrote uh, just yesterday. And it's from a gentleman who is uh, very well off in his life. He's been very successful. And as you read through his uh, blog post about uh, the successes in his life, he actually ends the article going, you know, I've, I've done a lot of business. I've been very successful in my life, but my success and my happiness uh, I have now. Hi, folks. We had an alert alert there that kind of shut us down for a moment, but we are back. And looks like we're not necessarily in sync, but <laughs> we go with the flow. That's the beauties of the internet. Absolutely. <laughs> you what? Know, it's not perfect? No, it isn't. And actually, it's actually the imperfections that make it so unique. So, absolutely, you know. absolutely. But I mean, actually, let's, let's look at the internet, however much it can mm -hmm. aggravate us when it's not working properly. The fact that we now can reach around the world and learn about other cultures and understand that no matter what the religion is, whatever the culture is, um, or the weather is, that fundamentally we're all people looking yeah to have a purpose, looking to count for something, looking to be loved, to love, 
you know, have a contribution in life. We're all looking for that. There's the same type of village everywhere in the world. And the internet is one that really is a, it shows our children, shows all of us that don't get fooled by the exterior package. Mm -hmm. Right? Because interiorly, we're all looking for the same thing. And bottom line of it, that's love, isn't it? It is. It is completely, you know, as much as the internet, uh, you know, obviously the concerns with the amount of time that, that children and youth are spending on the internet, it's also a powerful way for them to learn. Uh, it's a powerful way to look at the world differently and be more connected. Um, and it's a powerful place for people and like ourselves, I mean, it's, it's been a, a remarkable place for 365 Give in respect that, you know, we create our message to spread mm. that positivity. Yes. We create the messages to inspire people into action and to give back in their life every day. So as much as it has its, its downfalls, it's also has many wonderful uses for us as a collective to stand together in ways that we never were able to before and give, whether it's youth standing together as they did in the U.S. about gun violence yes. here, um, or my youth that I work with with a campaign called Do One Give Day, uh, you know, this year we were able to spread our message about, it's called Do One Give, and it's our global giving movement that was started uh, by youth with, with my organization, 365 Give. And we went from last year when we dropped this campaign, um, we were able to kind of track both in schools and then on social media, 10,000 small acts of giving. And just in one year, that number went from 10,000 to eight, just over 80,000. Yeah. Um, and that's the power of social media, the power of the internet, and how that positivity can be spread. And the way that I always look at it is that, you know, out of those 80,000 engaged people, you know, we know that giving spreads to at least three degrees of separation. So those numbers, those are the seeds that you're talking about, yeah. that yes. for all of the people that participated, it's planted the seeds and planted the seeds and planted the seeds. And we see that every day. I see it even with our, our TED Talk. Um, about 365 Give and, and as it's called, How to Be Happy Every Day, It Will Change the World, it, it, shock, it boggles me, honestly, yes. uh, it, that the, the response I get from people who a year ago watched my TED Talk and a year later are coming back to me saying, I have to tell you the seed you planted and the idea that you planted in my, it's changed my life. Well, you, you know, see, the, you know, the, the, the beauty of it is this. Had you done that in a town meeting or had you done it even in the biggest arena, it would have been to those people that were there that night. And yes, they would have taken it in a wonderful ripple effect. But because it's a TED Talk and because this is a podcast, it goes on forever. It becomes part of a library. And, you know, somebody may discover you today and oh, opens right up and then they start their ripple effect. And that's the thing is, it's like, you know, the teacher will come when the student is ready. You know, I always say a podcast will come when you're ready, right? Yes, exactly. um, And the beauty of it is, and that's the gift of the internet it and is. social media, the way you can share everything, is that when people are ready, you know, they can find it very, very easily. Yes, people go on about the negativity about that. But again, what you water will grow. And if and, you're going to you watch the, the negativity, truth. that's what you're going to get. <laughs> yes, we, we, you don't have to choose to watch the negativity. Right. You know, I've actually stopped watching the news. And as yep. much as some people have said to me, well, how do you keep up with current events? I'm like, I don't need to keep up with current events because all I can do is what I can do in my now, exactly. right now. 
because whatever political leader, you know, whatever nuclear bomb, whatever gong show is going on. (laughs) Exactly. Whatever is going on, I can't change that. But what I can do is I can focus on, on what I can do personally to change that energy and to change the news feeds and to get people looking at something other than the negative. Right. And instead engage them in, in the positive in the world. Because there's a lot out there. We don't hear about yeah. these everyday heroes. And we don't hear no. about no. every single day, times, thousands, people are kind and helpful and giving and compassionate. Uh, you know, it happens all day, every day around this world. Do we ever hear those stories? Uh, every once in a while, you know. But I not try. As- I try. Every week exactly. I bring you those stories. Absolutely. <laughs> no, and I know you do. And you know, there's so many... I'm seeing so many more people yes, uh, and more people and more people. And that's the collective the effect, energy yeah. Yeah. that at some point that scale will tip, you know, and, and, and it will create the shift that's right now. It may be more like this on the negative side, but there's so much negativity that everybody's just really tired of it. You know, it's creating yeah. so much havoc in our world, so much what is being labeled mental illness, so much unhappiness, so much depression, anxiety, stress, all of those things. And so now everybody's on the search to find those ways to get out of it because we're just kind of done with it. We wouldn't be um, pushed to this, you know, um, actionism as I poured out if we didn't have the negativism because, you know, you know, Mr. Orange has in his, 10,000 lies and everything that he stands yeah. for has just got people going, Oh my God, is he for real? Yeah, is everything he's doing for real? This is it. This is, has to be a bad movie. Yes. But what it's done after the outrage is he's, it's been an invitation for, well, if you don't like it, what are you going to do about it? Completely. And instead of the pitchforks, mm-hmm. we're seeing people say, okay, we can't, we cannot entertain that anymore. You know, humanity is where it's at. Unity is where it's at. It's one of the musketeers, one for one, you know, and for all. But we had to have the extremes to Mm -hmm. push us forward because we were sick and tired of it. But it was all going on behind closed doors. You know, with his Twitter feed, we know all the stuff that's going on now. It's completely, it's awesome. Yes, yes. He shouts it out to the world. And and in that honesty... um, will actually create the biggest change probably that we will ever see. And it may not yes. be, it may be two years from now, maybe four years from now, whatever that time frame is, but it will happen. Uh, but the shift is already, already happening. That. You know, the yes, changes are already, already happening. Yeah. yeah. The amount of people that are standing up to, to, you know, when I say take over that presidency, but the amount of people that are standing up going, I'm willing to take this on and I'm willing yeah. to try and I'm willing to change the story. And, uh, willing to look at the whole system differently. And, and that's, you know, exactly it. And so do I need to hear 10,000 more Trump lies? No, no. But, you know, this is, this is an, a, a great invitation for us to our kids. Yeah. <clears throat> As you said, you, you know, you can't get out there and change the world. If you try, it's going to be far too endorting. If you look at, you know, um, trying to reach the millions, I promise you, you'll let yourself down because you'll be yeah. so tied up with trying to reach the millions. But yeah. try and change one person's life. You know, people say, how many people listening to your show? And I got all those that are ready to hear. Exactly. Right? And it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't you know matter. It doesn't matter. And, you know, when I did that TED Talk, that's the really interesting thing is when I did that TED Talk, 
the goal of that TED talk was if I could walk and and at that time it was only the audience to me that I was right. That's who I you were addressing. And it was if I could touch one person yeah. in that audience to go out and inspire them to give not only once, but you know, we we're hoping for uh, you know uh, people to go out and commit to more than once. Yeah. But if I could go out and touch one person's heart that day, that was my goal. And so it's really fun that you say, you know, don't go out and try to yeah. touch millions. No. And it was never our goal to go out and try and touch millions. But the shocking thing was, is we do and we have, and it's amazing that people are so looking for that. That's the and, thing now. And that's it, and that's does, the time, isn't it? And, it yeah. does, and those stories that we tell and that mm -hmm. we share, um, you know, doing that touch talk terrified the living daylights out of me standing in front of 3000 people and then knowing it was going to be, you know, up on YouTube for the rest of the world to see. It was a very daunting task for me. Um, but you know, when you, when we are all authentic and we speak yeah. our stories that are positive and we put it out to the world, you are surprised and delighted in ways that you can never imagine. It came from your heart. It, oh, every, it, it came right yeah. to my heart. And, and that's and the thing, it's that heart connection. You were speaking to other hearts. Yes. Right, yes. and once you got that ignited. moment of my life when yeah. I stood on that stage. It's all, everything just went. Yes. And it was calm and it was beautiful and it was easy and I enjoyed it. And, um, you know, and that's when I knew I, I had been my authentic self. I call that the knowingness. You know, it's, yes. it, it's, it was a knowingness. It's when, the, it's when the soul has spoken to the heart, the heart is ignited, it speaks to the spirit interaction and the mind knows what it needs to know when it needs to know it. And it's that beautiful, supreme calmness and alignment of knowingness, right? It's a very divine experience. It is. And we talk about that with giving. You know, we, I think <laughs> that when you give, even when it's a small one, it is that divine yeah. experience because you are connected to your own humanity. You have connected to your heart, to who we truly are. And so that's what we say to people. You know, if you want to be happy every day, if you go out and make that your priority in the day that you will take a look and all you have to do is open your eyes and take a look at your own. Yeah. You don't have to put it on your to-do list. Once you start creating that daily habit that we say, it's literally- it comes like addictive. <laughs> it's just like brushing your teeth. Once yeah. you get into that rhythm of doing it, there's no turning back because you'll miss that feeling that you get from it. You will, you will miss how you feel like you're making that contribution, not only to the outside world, but the contribution to yourself because it will ignite um, what scientists and researchers have literally discovered as, you know, your happiness trifecta as it's yeah. called or helpers high. Yeah. And there's nothing like that feeling. And yeah. it, I, there isn't a day that ever goes by that I'm not giving back in some way, whether that's, the volunteer work I do with 365 Give or helping friends or family or whatever it is, but I call it, we just say, and we say it in my family because it's a culture in our family, is we call it out so that you're recognizing that feeling every time. So that, you know, until it becomes that habit within yourself, it's calling it out and going, you know, we did our 365 Give today, or you did your 365 Give today. So there's a recognition um, of how that feels when you do that. You know, and it creates that smile over everybody's face. And it doesn't ma matter to me if you call it 365 Give or Random Acts of Kindness or whatever, yes. have all of them out there. It's just taking that moment 
to stop and recognizing how that feels because that's your happy place that you can start recognizing. So when you're in the place that's not so happy, you'll yeah. also start recognizing that as well, like going, okay, this is not where I want to be. Right. Yeah. And the thing is you're literally raising your frequency in your body. Yeah. And your frequency, you know, the higher the hurts that you go, the more you're stepping into the love vibration. And the love vibration will always look to solutions and yeah. the giving because it's a very nice place to be. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you may say, you know, I haven't got the money or I haven't got the time. There are so many ways that you can, you can be kind, you can give. And it, and it might be simply holding the door or helping somebody with the groceries or somebody with a stroller, you know, somebody having a bad day and picking them up. You know, the, it's all an act of giving. And, yes. you know, again, as you said, the more you give, the more you really enjoy that feeling. And yes, there are going to be people who won't be grateful for it or be snarky. You know, don't get put off. That's what they're going through today. How they'll feel about it at the end of the day. Yes. Tomorrow or how they will look at things right. differently. Or, or that one person cared and now you've changed their whole day now and lifted them right up. Right? Kind acts you know, acts of kindness, whether it's you're actually out there giving something or volunteering something, acts of kindness is even maybe the place you could start. Because okay. when we do that and we start seeing the smiles on the faces or knowing we've shifted someone, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I'm saying, if you don't know how to ignite that, go stroke puppies. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what? that's one of our favorite things that I do with my children. We happen to have a local animal rescue shelter just down the street from us. And that's what we'll just go do, you know, on a little bit of free time that we have. And we don't do it for hours. I have three boys, so their time is limited yeah. on how long they can be. But we'll go down and spend 10 or 15 minutes yeah. just, you know, spending it with the cats down there and, and spending the time. We still do that all the time. Uh, you know, and it's a, it was interesting. We were talking about the Internet and social. I mean, even right there, when people say they don't have time, if you think about how much time you spend on whichever or the multiple social media platforms that we spend it on, you know, if every day you spent the 35 seconds that it takes to share one positive message, and yes. whether that's just a note of gratitude, somebody publicly on social yeah. Uh, yeah. with a friend or family member or somebody you work with, or it's just a positive, I mean, we can easily upload an image a positive quote, whatever, an inspiring quote, load it up onto your social, make that your 365 give because it's changing the way we yeah. look at feeds and it's changing the negativity to, you know, every third feed you go through is, a, is something positive. It's something good. It's something that's going to enlighten, um, uh, inspire people. Um, even if it's just posting a flower, you know, it can be yeah. that simple that it's not posting a hate message. Right. Yeah, I know. I, um, you know, if I take a day off, I am still doing my emails and everything in the morning, making sure everything is there. And I don't feel content unless I've got something up there, which, yeah. you know, either sharing a show or sharing because I create my own little banners of sayings and things like this and and i feel good for doing that because now i feel i can take a day off <laughs> yeah, exactly just stay you put your good out into the world you yeah know, not everybody's going to you know volunteer their life away and it's not life away volunteer right. all of your time as much as maybe somebody like me or with all of the work that you do to spread that positive energy and enlighten people. It's finding whatever your niche is or wherever your is. thing is, I right? I say, just take a look around at your world because the minute you walk out the door, easy, put a garbage bag in your pocket and not a big one, a little yeah. grocery bag will be yes. fine. 
pick up garbage on your way to work, you know, yeah. whatever that is, uh, you know, as you're walking around with your head down on your phone, oh, send a positive yes. message out, mm. um, you know, on your way to work, you know, call your mother and yeah. tell her you love her, you know, or a, a good friend or whatever that is. Um, it can be that simple. Yeah, because we all want to know we count or a scene. And, you know, oh, good, please don't forget your seniors. I've done oh, so many shows on, on the loneliness. Yes. The loneliness, because people just walk by them. They don't see them. Mm -hmm. And you don't understand 10, 15 minutes or, or picking up groceries those, or popping in for a cup of tea or just doing something for them makes them feel, I'm still here, someone still cares. Absolutely. Well, and it's that connection. And, yes. and when people, a lot of people um, email me or talk to me about being in, in a depressed state. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and it's one of the things that, you know, we really bring home to people is that social connection yes. of all ages is, is the single most important thing. Um, and whether that's a social connection, and it's different for everybody, because some people are not comfortable with personal social connections with people. So we say, go make that personal connection with an animal because yes. you'll get or, more of or, um, a forest cleanup, ocean cleanup, cleanup, beach cleanup. Yeah, completely. Yeah. It's the connection to other living things yes. that keeps us feeling alive. And that social connection is truly so important um, for all of us. You know, they, they do this with babies, you know, babies that um, are in the hospital uh, when they're born, you know, all three of my boys were left at birth, um, mm -hmm. from their birth mothers and for weeks, uh, they were in the hospital and they have at our hospitals, volunteer yes. cutters that yes. just come in just to hold and cuddle them for as long as they have. But even if it's, you know, 15 minutes holding a baby in your arms, that connection will make the difference between them thriving or not as an infant and that is so proven again and again yeah. that, that yeah. Social it's, it's, it's the it's the frequency again yeah. you know will, and will make you thrive yeah exactly and it's what everything needs you know i love the saying what you do a give a day does a world of good yes. and it really, I mean, again, going back to the so simple things, you know, as I said to you before the show, I've interviewed Musk and Virk, who did a book called 365 Days of Gratitude with a Positive Attitude. And it was just every single day, something she was grateful for. And, you know, I always say that as adults, we love to overcomplicate things. Oh, yes, but she doesn't have a mortgage or she doesn't have this. No, but if we tapped into the simple joys, Absolutely. The simple things to be grateful for, we won't be so bogged down by those yeah. other things. It would be, okay, you've got a mortgage. That means you own a house. Exactly. You know, you've got a car payment. That means you've got a car. You know, it's Absolutely. look at it from a different point of view. It's my, my favorite thing to do. First thing when I get up in the morning before I even lift my head off the pillow is I'm grateful for the pillow in the bed that I got mm -hmm. to sleep in. And then that first sip of coffee in the morning is, yes. I say it literally out loud, I am so grateful, you know, that it just comes right out of that coffee machine with no effort and I pour it into my cup and, you know, it's my favorite time of the day. Uh, so, you know, it is those simple things, the yeah. birds that first sing at 4am now, they are like gift, gift from the gods for me. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, that is the thing is the simple things is, um, you know, because, you know, I'm a coffee drinker too, you know, that morning, ah, you know? Oh, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's also, you know, being grateful no matter what the weather is that you, you're greeting another day. 
yeah. you know, and you make no, wake up with another day. Things. Yeah. yeah. Just having another day. It doesn't matter how it starts off. Yeah. You know, sometimes it may not start off on the right footing, but it doesn't mean, oh, it's a bad day. I'm going to stay here. Okay. It's a bad day. What's, what do I need to do that's going to shift that? Yes. And for me, and it's actually how my whole network started off when I was in a state of depression. I have to go and help other people through this yeah. because that's what helps me. And from that, I got offered a podcast on another network. Absolutely. Go and support somebody else because yeah. you know how they feel. You know what you need right now, mm -hmm. right? A little loving attention. That's your gift of the day. So go and support someone else. You've just made their day. They're going to pass it on to someone else. And, you know, most people don't realize this, but when you give, even uh, actually even when you witness it, and most people don't know that, but when you give, um, your body will reduce its cortisol, which is our mm. stress hormone. Yes. It reduces up to 23%. And that's an amazing number for just one small act of giving that you can actually get a handle on that stress and anxiety before you get out of bed. If you sent somebody a note of gratitude is the first thing that you did when you got up in the morning, you've already started your day off on the right foot and keeping that, what is now becoming one of the world's next epidemics, which is stress because it yes. causes so the breakdown much of everything else. Damage, yeah. Exactly. To, yeah. to everything in our life and especially our body. Well, I mean, I'm going to go back to the Emoto experiment with water, the three rooms. I bring this up a lot in shows that because it's always so relevant, three rooms of water, one ignored, never changed one given negativity and hate changed to black and dense one given love and positive affirmations changed to crystallization that frequented at a very high frequency. We're 70% water. If we're going to be around that negativity, we're changing the chemistry of our water. It cannot support our organs or our brain. When exactly. we start doing something positive and we start changing the chemistry of our water, it starts changing the well-beingness of our body. Exactly. Exactly. No, beautiful. So what I love here is do one give a day was world changing good. And so far it's 81,500 gives completed in one day. So that, so we have one of our campaigns that we do throughout the year. It's, it's in April. It was just a few weeks ago is we do a campaign called do one give. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's in a way of igniting people um, to start a, a daily giving practice. Uh, so we encourage people to three, it's called 365 give because we encourage people to do one small act of giving every single day. Right. Uh, and that's where it started. It actually started as a personal parenting project between my son and I. Uh, and so that's why we say it's so simple. A three-year-old can do it because mm -hmm. I did this every day with my son for 365 days when he was just three years old. Mm -hmm. So we know and have experienced, and I have personally experienced firsthand how it's possible. Uh, and so our, you know, our do one give campaign that we do every year is just a way to ignite people to get that practice going to helping them understand and, and helping them see that when people come together, large groups of people, I mean, the energy, the day on do one give day, which was just a couple of weeks yeah. ago, April 17th, the energy was, I, I can't tell you was so truly out of this yeah. world. Um, on so many of the platforms, uh, LinkedIn happened to be one that just completely and totally picked it up. And, and the, the positive energy was just truly remarkable. Uh, I hadn't felt anything quite like that uh, before. And we, we love seeing that. And then now we're seeing it continue. You yeah. know, and 
we're seeing those positive messages continue now on these feeds where people went, dang, you know, I can do this. And not only the response they got from the people they're connected to, but how they felt has inspired them to continue their giving and continue sharing it at different times. It may not be that they're sharing their messages every single day, um, but they, they just keep popping up on their feeds and they share um, how they're giving in their life uh, so that it continues that inspiration and inspiring others. The thing is, is when you do step into that zone and you are in a place of, of givingness and gratitude, um, you are just such a calmer, happier, more fulfilled yeah. person. Completely. And so when you're in this state of being, you don't want to go and do anything to jeopardize it. No. Right? You, you can keep your hate fest. You yeah. know, you can keep your flip bashing. You know, it's not my, my game. Yeah. And the thing is, a lot of people think that it's like a high pitch. You get the, what you call the hysteria things where people get together. It's like a sugar high and people yeah. go higher and higher and higher and they can't sustain that and they crash. Yes. The thing about giving of joy and receiving of joy, you bank it. Yes. It goes into every cellular uh, structure in your body and it leaves you in a beautiful state of like <sighs> calmness completely. and you never go completely down. You might mm -hmm. lower down the frequency, but you never go completely down because every single cellular in your body has been fed mm -hmm. and now it's just ready to, for the next wave to go up it of giving again because every time you give, you're receiving Completely. And it, and it gives you that when you do have those dip downs, and yep. I do this at the time, when I have the dip downs, I'll go out and do like 10 or 20 small gives, or I'll do something really major just to get that feeling back up uh, in myself, because it's it's my go-to now. Yeah. When, I, yeah. when I feel myself starting to dip down, and we all do at different yep. days in our lives, is that I now know how to get back. Um, because as soon as you feel that sense of high that helpers high uh you know you it gives you that doorway of how to go back you know some people exercise some people meditate yeah. some people do yoga whatever that is it's it's my go-to um that i know how i can get out of when you when you practice giving and kindness and gratitude that's your door that will open you and get you from your your down valley and get you back back up again it's it's your own well-beingness yes no it right? is because you, you're yeah. going to maintain your own health yeah. and your own equilibrium because there is nothing more than putting a smile on somebody else's face or knowing you've made a difference in somebody else's life, whether it's a minuscule, whether it's a lot. You know, it's that sometimes, as I said, you don't get the gratitude or maybe people don't even know it comes from you. It's not the reason you're doing it is for a thank you. It's knowing that you've made a difference, Absolutely. knowing that you've shifted something, um, that you've participated in something automatically elevates you. And it, you know, you, why wouldn't we want to be in that state of being? Because when you're there, you see things differently. You see, see things from a state of caringness and kindness and love. And yes, love does make the world go around folks. I don't care how corny it sounds. <laughs> it is the key to everything, but you can't do love out there until you have love within you here. And one of the ways of igniting that love within you is go and make somebody else's day. Exactly. It's putting it into action. You know, it's, it's really interesting that you said, you know, you may not get the recognition from yeah. people. You know, one of my son who, uh, he's just seven years old, and one of his favorite things that we do, and, and we just happen to do this on the weekend, we're out hiking. 
and we have lots of rainforests here uh, in Vancouver. And we get these slugs, and they're not little slugs, but they're, they're uh-huh. like gigantic three inch long slugs. He will literally pick them off and take them off the trail and call it his 365 give yes. because he will literally say, Mommy, I saved that slug from getting right. slugged. Yep. Right? And somebody walking along, and there's no recognition coming from that slug. The slug no. is like jumping up and down saying, <laughs> but, There's going to be no email or tweet, you know? <laughs> Completely, totally. But it yeah. was just, you can see it in his face. Yeah. And you can, just the fact that he, that he called it out to me and said, Mommy, you know, look, what, what I've done, I saved this slug's life. Uh, you know, and it was, it's such a beautiful little glow that they get from this. But it's also, it's that is obviously something that really matters to him because he yeah. would have high anxiety if he didn't do that, wondering if that slug is going to get run over or trampled on. And the it fact that he like actually saved his life it. takes his anxiety level down. Oh, completely. No, yeah. completely and totally, you know, and it goes that way for so many things that we touch. And, you know, if you stop and you give a homeless person a bottle of water or a sandwich yeah. or whatever that is, you know, you don't have to, they may not be in a place where they can even possibly thank you or get down and kiss your feet or mm-hmm. tell you they've changed your life. They're, they're not in a good place, but. Yeah. And if you're doing it for that reason, you're doing it for the wrong exactly, reason. Mm-hmm. And exactly. So it, it's, it's never, and, and people have said that to me often. It's like, well, sometimes people just won't, you know, receive my gift. And it's like, that's okay. It's not about them receiving it. It's about, you know, you giving it from your heart. If they don't receive it, that's, that's not your, that's not up to you. That's not. That's the onus is on them. Yeah. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that your give didn't still come from your heart. Um, And it doesn't still matter. It still matters because again, you don't know how you touch that person and they may walk away with regret going, why didn't I accept that? Right. You know? Why didn't I? And then they turn around and go, you know what? I'm going to do this differently next time. Yeah. You know? And so yeah. those are the, 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 the hidden things that we don't see and should never matter to people. You know, and, you know we, we, we also you've got to understand, too, that sometimes there are just some people that are so shut off. It doesn't matter what you do for them. You just can't save them because we really does come down to every single one of us is that we have to take ownership for our own choices, our own actions. We can't choose what happens to us. Yes. But we can choose what we're going to do about it and, you know, reach out to other people to help us or, you know, step into that place. This is why, you know, you look at a forest and how strong it is. You know, when a tree falls, the forest doesn't fall with it, but immediately mm-hmm. new growth a new life comes from underneath mm-hmm. that. You know, they keep that matrix of energy going and that, that forest is only as strong as, as the roots are together. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when we, decide to step outside of ourselves and join something and become part of a community you know we are stepping into that vibration that is going to strengthen our own roots so we can really branch out up to the sky and far further than we ever thought and when you step into a community that is of giving and of service it is something that is going to feed you on every single level that you never knew now, I want to talk about the benefits of 365 Give Challenge. You've got one for students to schools, teachers and leaders, clubs and leadership programs, families, businesses. I mean, let's hit a little for bit everybody. on that. We think giving yeah. is for No, everybody. you can't leave anyone out, right? Well, you know, it, as much as I said, you know, 365 Give started as a personal parenting project. Um, we actually turned it into an educational program. Uh, a few years ago and our hope was is to literally educate the hearts and minds of children and bring happiness to classrooms and schools and we did that and that was uh, right about the time I did the TED talk and then when we did the TED talk 
we were, we just never under fully understood mm -hmm. um, how many people would gravitate to what we were doing and what we talked about and how we explained it and we told our story. And so we realized that we needed a new platform that was going to be inclusive of everybody. So when you go to our website, you can actually join as a member. Membership is free. We think giving nice. is free for everybody. We're really just there to inspire you, cheer you on, you know, always give you ideas um, and, and a community to connect with. So you can join as a school. We offer an entire uh, program and curriculum and how to integrate it into a school or classroom. But we also have, you can join as an individual, you can join as a community group, uh, you, you can join in as a family. We literally have thousands of families that have joined uh, around the world as well. So it's just a place where you're making you're physically making a commitment that, you know what, I want to be part of a community that's going to give me ideas, send me messages, cheer me on. And that's basically what we do is that we're, we're your little reminder to say, hey, you know, uh, here we are, here's giving, here's what you can do. Um, and you are part of a community that's really striving to make a difference in the world. And, you know, I love that you've got it for businesses because it's not yep. about your, you know, your tax exemptness by giving a donation at the end of the year. <laughs> it's like, how can your business be a 365? What can your business do every day to serve its community and where it is? And if you're a restaurant, you know, your, your, your food, where can it go instead of the bin, Absolutely. which I hate to see, exactly. you know, and, it's just making that commitment that you're yeah. going to make a conscious commitment to doing. And listen, I say this to people, it's not that you have to do something different every day. If you're a restaurant, commit to composting. You know, yes. If you're a restaurant, commit to local food or mm -hmm. organic or whatever it is. Commit to recycling. It can yeah. be as simple as that. Yes. You know, so it doesn't that it has to be something different every day. But when you and your employees come together to make that commitment that the world matters to you and that you want to be caring members of society and you want to work together towards common goals and whether that's fundraising for a business, going and volunteering time, allowing your employees, you know, one day a month or three hours a month or whatever that is to go out and volunteer while they're on your time. Um, you know, whether that's coming together and donating a, a dollar a month yeah. together and at the end of the month, putting that towards something, it's, it creates cap collaboration everyone's working towards common goals it makes happier happier employees and they have literally found that the combination between creating that happiness and connection with your employees and what's called csr programs which are corporate social responsibility programs literally will increase your bottom line because yeah. your employees will be healthier they will not be taking their sick days and their leave days and their stress days. They will be happier to come into work. Your clients will be served better and your customers because you have happier connected employees. And so at the, at the end of the day, all of this actually increases the bottom line for companies. And that's the missing link that so many people are, are, are not getting. You know, you can hammer your employees to the ground, make them work a thousand hours, all of those things. But just with a couple of small adjustments to how you value your employees, how you get them working together towards common good and for the common good of the world, will literally make you more money than running them into the ground. Yeah, I have a, another series called Let's Get Synced, which is about the emotional uh, climate around climate change. Yes. And, you know, one of them is a company, um, a German gentleman, um, and his company is called Pure Necessity. And it's yes. the three Ps, people, planet, for profit not profit at the expense of people and planet. Yeah. 
Exactly. And he literally goes around, you know, with new organizations, governments and everything in changing that thinking. Because when you invest in your people, the, the loyalty is there. They don't feel chewed up and spat out. They want to come to work. They want to put the best foot forward. When you take care of your planet, that means there's going to be something there tomorrow. Profit will come out of that because everybody's now working for a common goal and yes. they feel respected and valued. And that we're going back to that self-value again. When you give, it gives you back. It raises your own self-value. And yes. everybody needs that self-worth and that self-value inside them because that's what makes us tick right yes. yes so there's a lot that we can do you know it's you know i, I love it you know i call that interview ordinary people doing extraordinary things and definitely put you under that label because you just started something out of your three-year-old and little did you know where it's going to be today and over three million on the one ted talk and the impact that you're having around the world part of it is you know you heard the cosmic calling through your son you were willing to take action on it right but it's also because people are in need of it and yes. it's you know it's like oh just go and do this well i, I don't know how well now you've built a structure here for them but, right. you know they, they know what, and we don't uh, if anybody there thinks that i'm some website whiz or social media guru or <laughs> fabulous writer or trained speaker i'm none of those things you know but but what i realized that this is my purpose it is my yes. passion Yes. Um, you know, it, it makes me happy to do it every day. And I'm blessed that I can commit so much time to it. And it's, I, I couldn't see myself doing anything else. So I teach myself as many skills as I can. Mm -hmm. I give as much of my time as I can. You know, uh, where do I see us 10 years from now? Oh, I've got a really big picture. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Which is I all good, but I'm okay with just taking the steps that, that I can do in my now right now and what contribution I can make. And if this is my contribution and my impact in my lifetime and it has touched other people, I'm thrilled yeah. with that. Just and look at the domino effect you've had already. Completely, you yes. know, and so it's, it's good. And so people,